When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of From Blended to Besties. Oh, <laughs> we always do this. I thought you were going to say it's episode. It's episode five. Yeah. I think I did in the last podcast. I'm I can't to, like, remember it anymore. <laughs> it's episode five. Um, my nose is running. I love that. I love that also, for those of you on YouTube, if my hair looks oily, it is. Um, <laughs> Don't look at it. <laughs> I can't with you. You called yourself out. That's on her. Oh, I'm just really insecure about it right now. Um, God, my nose is running. I love that. Go catch it. <laughs> Look at me with the jokes. I love it for me. Ma'am, we're going to get it when this camera turns off. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I think today we're going to talk about, um, we asked, we get asked for parenting tips and co-parenting advice, co-parenting advice. All the time. Tips. All the time. Um, so we compiled them down to our top five. Six. Um, six. <laughs> and I think it was supposed to be a top five, but these are just the, like, there was just some that we just couldn't cut out. Like main points, yeah. Like main points. Things that, advice we could give if we had to give a, I mean, of course there's a lot more than this, but just to compile it down to the main. The most important ones, yeah. To, to have some sort of healthy co-parenting relationship. I mean, mm -hmm. on a spectrum from just a minimum being cordial to where we are right now. Mm -hmm. So, so we're on that spectrum. Yes. So we, um, it's Valentine's Day week. Well, we it, the week before. Yes. Leading up to it, Valentine's Day is on a Monday. Um, yes, this will be this will be played the day after Valentine's Day. Oh, post Valentine's. Yes, day. post Valentine's Day. <laughs> so. Um. So what are you up to? You got you got some plans this week. I will be in Miami, so Mike has a conference in Miami, and I'm going along because I'm just going to eat the food in Miami. <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> Jealous. He has his list of, like, his talking points for the conference, and I'm like, I want to go to the New York Cafe. I want to go here. Like, I'm just, I'm excited. I haven't been to Miami since we all went, ironically, to yes, the Metallica concert. Yeah, that's last time. Um, make sure you post on stories so we can all travel along with you. I will. Um, and if you guys are watching this, you probably already saw it on our stories. If you're not following us on Instagram, you should be. Moms of Tampa. Yes. Um, I will be watching her dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's a luxury laugh for me. I'll be watching the dogs, so I'll be home. And then Saturday, we have a birthday party that we are all going to. Yes. And then Sunday, Tiffany and I are meeting up with a couple of our followers, people who follow us, um, and doing a Galentine's Day. We are. And if you guys don't know what a Galentine's Day is, it's definitely a made-up holiday from Park and Rec. Mm -hmm. um, it's women celebrating women. So I have always loved the idea of it and the fact that we're trying to make it come to life in Tampa Bay, even if it's just a small thing, mm -hmm. um, I'm super excited about. Yes. Yeah. We did it last year, just me and Tiffany, but we had the idea this year to get up with some moms or just people, not even moms, they didn't have to be moms, just some girls who follow us Yeah. to go out and do a brunch. We need to make this more of a thing because trying to find restaurants who are participating, they're like, yeah, we, like, don't we don't know. We don't know what that is. Like, it needs like, to be a thing. Like, yeah. come on, just like a girl 
girls day out like this is a technically a holiday so they just need to make it a thing so hopefully tampa bay will see our photos and be like damn we need to start doing that we could have hopped on that yep. and we didn't we could so. have been the restaurant of choice if we would have actually had valentine's day instead of the damn super bowl yep oh yeah and it is on the super bowl also so <laughs> <laughs> whoops that's probably why but i mean even last year there were a bunch of restaurants doing it so yeah we kind of made our own Valentine's Day. We did. So we have some points here written down. So if you're watching us on YouTube and we're looking down, I wanted to make sure we were prepared. We are kind of on a time crunch today because the kids are coming home. Uh, my husband is going to get them right now. Yes. And then we're going to be on Amazon Live doing our Valentine's Day stuff. So um, if you're not following us on Amazon, you should be. Yes, follow us on Amazon. The link for our Amazon storefront is on momsatampa.com. Um, we're trying to get to 2,000 followers to do an Amazon gift card giveaway. So if you aren't following us and you love Amazon, get on that. Yup. We all shop from Amazon. You I know. know. Go ahead and give us a follow. I just found out that yesterday that Travis wasn't following us on Amazon. Really? Yup. I said, if I look <laughs> over there and there is not a following button, we're getting divorced. He was like, that's hysterical. <laughs> it's okay. I also wasn't following my our own Amazon account. And when I went on it yesterday to see like what products are selling, I was like, I, sh I should probably click on this button <laughs> and follow but now I am, so we're good. <laughs> yup. All right, so to jump in, again, we have six points. Um, and then there's like little branches off the points that we'll elaborate on. But just to keep us on somewhat of a tight schedule, we will be going down the list. Yes. Um, these are in no particular order. <laughs> um, number one, we're going to go with don't compare yourself to either the stepmom or the mom. And vice versa, don't let the other person tell you how to compare yourselves. Yes. Us being on social media, like, we get compared so much, sometimes to the point of tears, and I don't know. Like, I think that there's just so much to unpack with the whole, like, mothering styles. Like, don't compare, you know, the way you look, or, you know, people always want to say he has a type, and it, you know... Or how they're doing things, being like, would she do it this way or would she do it that way? It's like, don't don't think of it that way. Yeah, your kid already has, you know, a mom. They already have one of you, like, and that's good enough. Like, they don't need you to be acting like their bio mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they've already got one. They need you to be you and authentically you and just have you perfectly the way that you are. And don't second guess yourself. I think it's also a really big one. I know I used to say all the time, like, like, is this what Megan would do? Like, am I doing this right? Is this what a mom would do? Like, not realizing, like, like when Michael was turning five or six, like, you were going through the same thing for the first time just like I was, so why would I second-guess myself? Like, is this how you would do? I'm like, you don't know just as much as I don't know. Like, we don't yeah. know what we're doing, so just be confident in what you're doing and realizing that there is no mom handbook, so just do what mm -hmm. you think is best. Um... And we get people all the time who message us saying, you know, bio mom won't, you know, won't let me do this. Or, you know, stepmom says I should do this. Like, don't tell some, don't let someone else's idea of what you should do or you should be get into your head. Like, mm -hmm. ignore that. You are going to parent the way you want to. You're going to be the mom or the stepmom that you are, that you want to be. Stop letting someone else's ideas or perception or view change anything or make you second guess yourself. Yeah, I mean, I know definitely in the beginning I struggled with, you know, back before I knew, you know, how you were. Like, am I the strict mom? 
is she the fun mom you know what i mean and it, it really did like if i thought i was being too hard i was like well i don't want to come off as like the mean mom and he goes over there and he has his nice mom so i think no one wants to do that too because sometimes i'm always so scared and i'm like should i like give in and like not be as strict so that i don't look as a strict mom but at the same time i'm just like oh like i don't want to kill like he shouldn't have like super fun parents all the time like someone mm -hmm. needs to be strict and that is Whew, that's me so out. yeah, don't compare whether it be your looks, you know, you guys are completely two different women, okay, two different personalities, no one wants to hang out with themselves, you know what I mean, don't try to, I know people compare us I wouldn't time. mind hanging out with myself, that's right. You know what, I can't with you. <laughs> I, I just see it so many, you know, they, they just want to compare us and say that we look alike and we are exactly the same. And you're like, oh, she, she's turning into you. She's taking your personality. She's taking your style. She's taking all this. And it's like, mm -hmm. don't feel like, you know, you have to be the other mom or dress yes. like the other mom, act like the other mom, especially if you guys are friends like we are. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I like you and I like hanging out with people who are different because it opens my eyes to new things. Yeah. I don't want to hang out with someone who is taking my personality and just trying to be like me yeah you know what I mean um and you just you gotta love yourself you you are who you are you know we are completely different personality well not completely different we do have a lot in common but we're two completely different people yeah body types you know I'll never look like her she'll never look like me and that's great you know what I mean like we are who we are it's great do not compare mothering styles you know diversity is great especially yeah, I keep saying great great <laughs> they're great <laughs> diversity is great and even when like we say it all the time like because there's four of us we each bring a little bit something mm -hmm. a little a little something different to the table and i think yes. it's a beautiful thing you know yes that's super important um and just like with the whole vice versa like don't I'm trying to think of a specific example with all these things that we get on Instagram. Well, don't let them tell you either. Like, you need to be more like the mom. Or even have me. Like, let's say, like, I was like, well, you know, Tiffany needs to be more nurturing like mm -hmm. me. You or know? you do like, something a certain yeah. way and you're like, well, I do it this way. Like, that's great that you do it. But, like, if I'm going to do it a different way, like, I'm going to do it a different way. And mm -hmm. I see all the time when people say, like... It, it drives me insane when they're like, well, bio mom said this or stepmom said this. I'm like, and? Like, okay. Like, anyone can tell you anyone. Like, there's randoms on internet telling people how to parent their own kids. Like, it's irrelevant. Just mm -hmm. do you and it, it doesn't matter. Don't compare yourself because once you start listening and being like, maybe I should do stuff, then you are going to get critiqued and be like, well, you're not doing it exactly this way or I'm doing it better or stuff like that. Like, don't even put yourself in that. It's not worth it. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have, just because there's a bio mom in one house and a stepmom in the other house this doesn't mean that you guys have to do exactly the same things to have a positive co-parenting relationship. Yep, and being open to other parenting styles that may not be the way you would do it just because it's different or not the way that you would do it doesn't mean it's wrong yeah leave so it alone let people do the way that they want to do it i mean if obviously if they're like beating your child or something i mean that's obvious an obvious no yeah but you know if girl you're gonna open a can of know, that one. Like, that's a podcast okay but so, be re like reasonable have common yes. sense um, they don't have to do exactly everything like you do and you're gonna have to you know which brings us to our next point is pick your battles yes um this is an this is an extreme one that mike and i had to this was probably our biggest hill that we had to climb in our co-parenting is learning to pick your battles mm -hmm. and not everything needs to be a battle 
Um, holding your tongue for the greater good of the co-parenting group falls under that as well. Not everything needs to be discussed. You know, sometimes it's okay to just let things go. Yeah. And yeah, picking your battles. Like, it, sometimes it's, it's, not, it's not worth the argument and messing up the the good thing that you guys may have because you're upset that you know and i think that's a lot of things that's a big part that people miss when they see us co-parenting and they see us talk about healthy co-parenting they assume that we all agree in the same things or we just never fight and everything's mm -hmm. like perfect and handy dandy and it's like that's not the case we just mm -hmm. learn to the things that are important to discuss we sit down and discuss until we find a solution and the things that are not that important we are not going to stress about it you know, yeah. it's really not that big of a big deal. Every single time people ask, you know, if Megan and Mike agree on everything, it's like, no, it, but it's, it's how they handle it is what the big factor is. They don't have to see eye to eye. They don't have to be buddy-buddy. They don't have to agree everything. It's just how you handle it. Is it worth fighting or is it worth where, you know, you can go to your own private house and, like, bicker about it, like, secretly to yourselves without mm -hmm. having to make it such an impact for the child? Yeah, picking it I'm telling you, like, holding your tongue... I mean, Mike has definitely come a long way with that. I will say that. Like, there's a lot of times where I can I can physically feel it over the phone where he's just like. <laughs> and I'm like. But, again, I also have that issue. Yeah. Um, which is why him and I butt heads so much is I, I mean, just in everyday life, I mean, I have a really hard time, like, just not speaking my mind. It, it is hard, and it's something I've worked on over the years. But, um, you know. Just not every, it's, it's not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? Like it's. And I've seen a lot of people, you know, argue and vent, especially on these stepmom pages. A big thing that a lot of people argue about in co-parenting is like the pickup times and the drop-off times. It's such a big deal. And granted, I know people who have to travel six or seven hours. That's a big deal. That That's an mm -hmm. issue. But if you're like a few minutes late or the other person's a few minutes late, like maybe discuss it. You know, afterwards be like, you know, you really can't be doing this or sit down, have a talk on it. But the way that people handle it, like arguing or being like, you know what, you're five minutes late. You can't pick up the child until tomorrow now. It's like be reasonable with some things. And yeah. remember, like you can be frustrated about the five minutes. But if the child is excited to see the parent and the parent is on the way, you might have to suck it up and deal with it. And just maybe send a text like, hey, I really did have plans afterwards. Can we not do that again? Like, yeah, I mean, learn I to handle it. I, I see both sides of that. I mean, if it's a habitual, is it habitual the word? Yeah. Yeah, where they just keep doing it and you've expressed your frustration. I know that in most parenting plans, which it's even in mine, that it says, you know, if you are not on time, you lose your week with that kid. Like, your five time. minutes? Five minutes. That's insane. Mm-hmm. It's I've not respecting people, the other parent's time. And I get that, but I've seen people, like, literally, just some of the... I, I wish I had screenshots for some of these. The way that they handle it, I just think. If you want to, I, I, I agree. And I think we're at the point now where, you or, know, four or five minutes late, it's not that big. Or if it doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. But if it's an every single week thing and there's not an accident, you just decided to wake up late or you just, you're just not taking mm -hmm. it seriously and you guys aren't in a really good place, I would totally see how it would be frustrating and upset because it looks like you're not showing respect. And yes. Definitely for habitual things, yes, because that is someone basically taking advantage of you. But I think the mm -hmm. one-time occurrences, I think yeah. you have to be reasonable and like the pick your battles things. Like just yeah, I mean, don't be so harsh about it. And just I agree. small things that people I've seen people argue about. It's just it's not that big of a deal. Like if Mike would have fought you for that dollar fifty 
like his medication. Like, I would be like, yeah. girl, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, it's it's really not. And like you said, like there's there's traffic where you know you can't help, and you know there's it. Some things just it's a lot easier, and it's a lot better for your heart, mind, and soul just to let it go. It's, it takes so much more energy to be upset and harp on things and let it impact, you know, your mood for the rest of the day and everything because someone's five minutes late um, or, you know, they put the kid in the wrong shoes or, you know, whatever. Like, And you also have to think about it. Like, if someone's late one time and you let it go, that's fine. But if they're late three or four times, that kind of builds up your... How is that word? Tolerance? Like, no, not, not tolerance. tolerance, but like when you sit down, like it's a lot more serious being like, hey, like I gave you, you know, a couple of times that you were late as like a pass and didn't say anything, but like right now it's a big deal, like it needs to stop. Rather than like on the first one, you're like, I had it, I'm done. Oh, like yeah. your argument isn't as strong when you're fighting for every single thing rather than being like, hey, I was, you know, calm and collective and picked my battles on certain things, but I'm not doing this anymore. You build up such a stronger case mm -hmm. by choosing to give and take rather than fighting on every single little thing because then it just looks like, oh, she's always complaining or it's always a battle yeah. with her. Yep. And that's something that, you know, yeah, definitely pick your battles. It'll definitely help you in the long run. Um, some things just aren't a big deal. I mean, if there are little things, like, I mean, I absolutely agree that you're allowed to have little things that bother you. And if that's one, if that's one of your little things where it's like, Hey, I really hate you being late. I think you're allowed to get upset about it, but you can't be upset about literally everything. And Every if they come thing. at you with something that you do, like, Hey, you know, I would really appreciate it if you, I don't know, brought him back in the shoes that I sent him over in. Yeah. And you get upset because of that. Like, you can't have it both ways. Like, if you're going to be getting upset over little things and then they bring something to you, you got to, like, kind of comply. It's give and take. Yeah. Um, and arguments take a lot out of everyone. So, like, yeah, I think it's just best to leave your argument for something that's worth fighting for. And if it's not worth fighting for, why waste your energy yeah. on that? It's just going to be so much more difficult. You know, and if, yeah, like she said, like, if you complain about literally everything and make everything a big deal it's not then, as serious or yeah. at least i wouldn't see it as serious i'm like well as you know they're just complaining about this this and this they're going to complain about this and this next rather than like wow like they're complaining about one thing that i can notice and see that i've like let it slide like maybe i should take it seriously. yeah you just look like the um the the problem parent mm -hmm. you know just complaining about literally everything like take yes, a tail call I know sometimes it can be serious, but sometimes, you know, sometimes it's just not all that. Yeah. Um, so number three, we have don't force it. So a lot of people say that they wish they had our relationship. And with um, our relationship took time and patience. To, I mean, not really for ours, I guess. But it took time. It, I mean, it took time. But I mean, like once we became friends and this is like what and we get a lot both of us wanting it is yeah. the big thing it's like people what they tell us on instagram and other sites and stuff is they tell us like hey i reached out we're talking but how do i get to where you are and it's like girl if you guys just started talking yes like you and i were instant but not everyone's gonna want to be like zero yeah. to 60 you know yeah. you gotta give it time you gotta give it patience and you can't if like you said earlier like if one person wants to be best friends but the other person just wants to be on a talking cordial yeah like just you, respectable you gotta and be respected of that like they might not want to be best friends with you and, it, and it, there's nothing wrong with them not wanting to be best friends with you either make that very clear yeah don't hate them on that too like i, I would feel bad to be like wow you're not willing to co-parent some people just don't feel comfortable with it and that's fine 
Um, but I do feel really bad when I see people DM us and they're like, how do I get the bio mom to be friends with me? Or how do I get the stepmom to want to meet up with me and be like, you can't force anyone to do anything they don't want to do. Mm -hmm. You can try, you can offer, you can invite, but at the end of the day, if they don't want to do it, you just can't force it and it doesn't make them a bad person. Mm -hmm. Um, you kind of just be, gotta be realistic. Like yes. as long as they're nice to you and they're kind, you know, that's good enough sometimes. And unfortunately, if you want more, it can't always be that way. Um, but I feel bad when people do reach out and ask us for advice to get there. It's like, it takes two. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Unless it's both of you reaching out to us, wanting to work on it. Unfortunately, there's nothing we can do to convince the other side to be like, let's do this. Yes, or um, the other side of that being let's say you're dating someone and you just started dating and they have a, a baby mama or whatever like you have to realize if it's a fresh new relationship like the bio mom might not be ready to like be all buddy buddy with you she doesn't um, know if you're gonna be around for she long. does yeah she doesn't know if you're gonna be around long and you have to have patience and you have to give her time and prove that you're gonna be not prove but you know like show that you're gonna be there for a long term and give her an idea, give her a chance to like warm up and just just give it some time and patience. Yes, and I think time and patience is a lot. I've seen people that are newly dating and want to be where Megan and I are, and it's like you also have to understand. And they say you know, bio mom is uncomfortable or anything. Like, put yourself in their position and understand it can be uncomfortable. They're you know just lost their relationship. They're now having their child possibly 50-50 of the time. Like there's just so many new things that they're going through and now to have to deal with a new person, like just be understanding and just take it slow. Don't get offended. Don't get upset. Like it's a new scenario for everyone. Like yeah. and bombarding uh, someone is, <laughs> is terrifying. You know? um, and then on the same thing, if you're the bio mom and excited that your baby daddy is dating somebody and she's she might be a little overwhelmed, okay? And if you're coming at her being like, hey, let's be best friends. Like it could be a little weird. My mom had that. She said she was dating someone who had a kid a long time ago and the mom was like, I can't wait for you to be a mom to my child too. My mom was like, I'm not ready to be a mom. Like it scared her. And that could be with a stepmom. Like, you know, it is such a huge jump. And if a bio mom's so ready to be like, yes, another mom to like help me with the child and they're not ready. Like, it's not that they don't like the kid. It's not that, you know, they don't want to be a mom, but it is such a big role to take on. And they just probably have to digest it and just realize like, holy shit. Like I go from single being on Tinder to a mother of a six year old. Like it's terrifying. Yeah. And, and again, unfortunately we're still in the stigma of if the bio mom, you know, is in the, the baby daddy's life or whatever it's, Oh, she still wants him. Mm -hmm. So it might come off a little like, Oh, I want to be in your life and I want to be, you know, and it's just, you got, you got to give it some time and patience. Yeah. I promise. Well, I can't promise, but if you go about it the right way and everyone's open-minded, good things will happen with time, but you know, just, you, you got to give it some time and be realistic yes. also, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. I mean, it might, it did with us when we finally reached out to each other, but four years had passed that we had been in each other's lives before yeah. we became friends. So we knew of each other. We knew the dynamic and we knew, I think, yeah, it took kind of like seeing us from afar to like slowly get to where we are. And mm -hmm. I think that also helped because I can't, I cannot imagine the first year us trying to like do all of no. this. There was a like, lot of, a lot of hurt um between Mike and I that was still left unresolved there was a lot of 
forgiving we each had to do to each other yeah. um, and accepting the apologies that you'll never get from either party. Um, so there, there was no way. There were, Mike and I couldn't even have a good parenting relationship, not even including who he was dating at the time. Yeah. Which was you. Um, so number four, it says it, do it for the children. So yes, co-parent for your children. Everything you do in co-parenting needs to be for the child. The best interest of the child. Not for you. And what did we just read online? It said, um... I was like, I didn't read anything online. You were the one reading something online. It was something, it was a good I said, quote. I know I had said that you don't have to all have the same parenting styles or see everything eye to eye. Mm -hmm. You just have to make sure you're putting the child's best interest at hand is the biggest thing. Because people are always asking us, do you guys parent the same? Do you guys do this the same? Are their houses the same? And lucky for us, it is pretty much similar. But it doesn't have to be like that with everyone. And just because, you know... Family A does one thing a certain way. Family B does something, you know, a completely different way. It doesn't mean y'all can't co-parent. As long as you guys have the best interests of the child at hand and are respectful of the other people's decisions, you can still have a healthy co-parenting relationship. Yeah, I think what, uh, it was said that, remember, fair doesn't always mean equal. Yes, fair doesn't always mean equal. I didn't read it, but you did say it out loud. I now I remember. Yeah, do it for the child. Um, like I just said, fair doesn't always mean equal. So just put your child first. Like, yeah, it's not always going to benefit you. And I know it sucks because sometimes it's hard to see past that. Um, your, your children will thank you in the long run. Just do it for the children. I can't say that enough. Yeah. And when you said disagree in private, nothing has to be... Yes fought or argued or saying, you know, I don't like this way or I don't know, I do it this way in front of the child. You know, everyone's going to handle their homes their own way and that's okay. Um, as long as you can control your own home, that's all that matters. You can't control the other house and you need to learn and accept that. Like, you're going to spend forever trying to do that and it's just going to give more stress to your life. Yep, and do not talk bad about the parent in front of your children. Do not, if you, if you are in an argument with your significant partner your co-parenting partner do it in private do not do it and do not involve your child in those conversations yep. oh my god your dad made me so mad today i can't believe your dad like do not do that like do not they do not need to see anything other than parents who love them yep it is none of their business what goes on in y'all's disagreements period they like, don't need to know. They will remember everything, and I promise you they will look back as adults and remember these conversations you're having with them and be like, damn. They're, one day they're going to be looking back with adult eyes and see that you're the problem. Yep. I promise you that's where my mother and I are at right now. They remember everything. I say that literally ten times a day when people say stuff. I'm like, anything that you're going through, anything that you're doing in front of the kids, even if it's difficult now, it's like, remember, they're going to see it as an adult differently, just do what is best and that's all that matters they will mm -hmm. see the truth they will see what will come to light as yes. they get older um they don't need you to make it your life mission to let them know that their dad is a piece of shit yeah. they will figure that out on their own but let their childhood be as filled with as many happy memories as possible like i saw something one day it was like what something about like I was reading a parenting thread and it was like with, when the dad only comes around when he feels like it mm -hmm. what should I do or something like that and the way that I feel about that and a lot of other moms did too they were like 
yes, you should absolutely should let the dad come in. Because one, they'll realize when they get older that their dad wasn't always there and whatever. But those little memories where they do see their dads at birthday parties or, you know, a baseball game every now and then, they're going to see their dad out in the crowd and they're going to be so happy that he's there. Yeah, they're not going to put two and two together being like, yeah. oh, he missed the last two visits. and now Yeah, unless you're bringing it up to them, you know, like, mm -hmm. oh, your dad's a piece of shit. They're going to be so elated to see their father or mother, whoever, I'm saying father because... Uh, you know, it's the opposite of what I am. I'm a mother, so I'm not going to say the mother. The opposite of what I am. I'm like, I'm saying father because, I mean, I could say mother, but I don't know, it's easier to say father. Um, they, they will see their other parent out there and be so happy. Let them be happy. Mm -hmm. Like, let them have those memories, and then when they get older, they'll figure it out. Um, yeah. It's not your job to let them know that their other parent is a piece of shit. I mean, you've said it before in our podcast, maybe it was two podcasts before, that you said your dad never said anything bad about your mom. Mm -hmm. Like, it took you realizing it as you got older. Like, no yep. one had to tell you anything. Mm -hmm. You figured it out yourself, and that's how I think any child would be at the end. Yeah. Just give them the best life. Do everything you need to do for them. Bite your tongue, and they'll And you out. know what? My mom used to talk shit about my dad and my stepmom all the time. My mom, I grew up knowing about you know what happened with my dad when we were little and him leaving and blah 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 like I knew that my dad cheated on my mom I knew I knew everything about like how their marriage you went this down when you were little 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 oh, wow. my mom told me everything like, she, she was really like trying to let me know like my parent my dad was a piece of shit let me tell you my dad was good to me the times he was there and that's what I remember it doesn't matter how much I mean it hurt hearing that and sometimes oh, it would make it. me sad and stuff, but my dad was always good to me, you know? And that's what I remember. I, I never looked at my dad and was like, damn, dad, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. You know, like being little. So it doesn't, it just makes, and looking back as an adult now, I'm like, damn, why would my mom involve me in that shit? You know? And even the thing with that, like, no matter what your dad did or what happened between your dad and your mom, like, none of it literally, I mean, minus the, the breaking up stuff, like, it wasn't affecting you. He didn't do any of that stuff to you. Mm -hmm. So it's like... For her to say that to make you angry at him, for what? Like, that that wouldn't even mm -hmm. be fair. So, yep. and I mean, now look where you are now. Now your dad's commenting on our shit all the time. <laughs> yep, and I don't talk to my mom. So, they'll figure it out on their own. Um, always be respectful because, again, you want to be respected. I know you do. In order to get respect, you have to be respectful. Friends, yes. I'm trying to teach our son that right now. Yes. Um... Yep, disagree in private. I'm trying to make sure I covered all that before we move on. Number five. Yes, co-parenting isn't always 50-50. And what we mean by that is sometimes you're going to have to give a little bit more than you want to. Yes. <laughs> to make things work. It's not always going to be cookie cutter right down the line. You might have to give a little bit more to make things work. Yes. Even though we have 50-50 custody, everything is not always 50-50. Sometimes we have events that, you know, will make one parent have more time with the child than the other. Sometimes things are going on that we kind of have to change the dynamic in a way to fit whatever is best for the child. Mm -hmm. um, and you have to be okay and understanding the length. Don't always, don't always go and be like, well, the parenting plan says 50-50. This has to be 50-50. Everything has to be like this. Like, you have to kind of like mold yourself a little bit to fit I mean whatever you willing going to on. negotiate a little bit um and again you know if 
you're the one that's giving all the time, I mean, I would communicate that. Communication is obviously a given in making co-parenting, and that is the number one tip that's going without being said on this. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you feel like, because I know I've felt like that before, where I was always the one giving and giving and giving back in the day, be like, hey, you know, I, you know, came more than 50% on these occasions. Can I can switch, we it around. switch it around yeah. and can I have this? You know, don't always be the one giving favors and, you know, let them be upset when they're not giving it back. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, and just be willing to say like, hey, you know, I know this is, especially with time, a lot of the thing is with time. Like, mm -hmm. we technically have the one week on, one week off, but things change so many times. We have plans, you know. Megan does have another child where there's milestones and events that we want to be able to have the kids all together and a part of. You just have to be willing to realize that just because the custody is 50-50 doesn't mean like everything's set in stone. Like you get seven days, I get seven days. Like you kind of like have to bend and mold and just yeah. be okay with it. Stop I mean, counting every single hour like or stop counting every single thing. Yes, you have to be flexible because there are going to be some times where you want to switch up the schedule a little bit. And you can't, I don't think it's fair to ask for the other party to switch the schedule if you're not willing to, you know, like, like you said, we have Bryce and if we have Bryce's birthday party who falls on a Thursday and it's on their week, you know, I'm going to want to, I, he's going to, Michael's going to want to be at the birthday party. I'm going to want both my kids at the birthday party. So being able to negotiate and, you know, giving a little like, you know, Hey, you know, maybe you can have Michael, you know, two extra days that week if I could have him on Thursday or you know, hey, I'll pick him up from your house, take him to the party, and I'll bring him back. So, you yeah. know, you don't have to drive anywhere. You know, like, negotiating and working with the other house. Yeah. Um, and, you, yeah, you can't just ask for things all the time. You have to be willing to give. Like, there's a lot of times where, you know, I'll ask for something, and I'll be like, hey, you, know, you can keep Michael an extra couple days. Or, oh, you know, um, I'll take Michael to school all next week mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, and just yeah. being understanding and not so... I feel like people get very, I don't know what the term for it is. Like like you said with the birthday party, like Michael wants to be a part of Bryce's birthday party. I, and I see so many other parents that are like, well, if you're going to have this day, I'm going to need a day back. Like it's like you don't have to hold on to everything to the T. Like, you know, if we get invited, even though it's still technically our day, mm -hmm. like Michael still gets to see his brother. Like those type of commitments to make things flexible, I think people should be willing to do more often. A big one that I've seen is like weddings when weddings aren't planned on like the days that you have custody of the child it's mm -hmm. like that's where you should be flexible if it's an important milestone it's an important event like just don't be so like holding on to these days like i get everyone wants to spend as much time as the child spend as much time with the child but like be so understanding and be like yeah go have fun come back you know you can even do the same day where you pick up the child the same day just mm -hmm. like don't be so I don't know nitpicky I guess it stresses yeah. me out because then you're like stressed out about like especially with the switching of the days like what day can I get what day can I get like it just it makes everyone else stressed out and you're having to look at the calendar like just understand if it's a one-off be yeah. reasonable yeah I agree but I will say at least what I tried to do is if we do have something planned like when we went to Georgia like I try to plan it on a weekend that is my week so no one's inconvenienced you know what I mean like yeah. As much as I can, like, if we did something for Bryce's birthday, it would probably be on a week or a week. Well, one, Travis has those weekends off too. Mm -hmm. But I would try to plan everything that I can to not inconvenience the other house and be like, hey, well, you know, I planned Bryce's birthday party. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, really? You, you plan it on the week that you don't have him? 
When some people mess up the days i've noticed yeah. that even my own parents have messed up the days and they're like damn i just planned this whole entire event like my sister's mm -hmm. sweet 16 that was supposed to be planned on my stepmom's day was not planned for some <laughs> reason like that's that. the part that they were scared and they're like what do you do and it's like just like don't be afraid to talk it over and you know think like mm -hmm. especially her birthday it was her birthday so it's like be reasonable and just switch the days and he you know just gave the day or whatever yeah. um don't make it a habit no, don't make it a habit because schedules are very difficult. Yes, don't make it a habit. You know, be respectful and just, you know, like she said, be, be a little giving, you know, and... Treat yeah. the parent the way you would want to be treated, I think mm -hmm. is a really big, big thing. Yeah, and then also, you know, there's been times where, you know, um, you know, Mike has asked for a day and I can't do it. Mm -hmm. and instead of getting you have to respect the other parents time with the kids also yeah. like don't get upset because you're asking for time on their week and getting upset with them because they're not working with you yeah sometimes you have to realize them. yeah you can't do it and that's fine um but if you can don't be don't be worried about it just yeah <laughs> be nice guys i promise it makes things easier um and then we have number six, which I think is really good for people who can't communicate well. And I don't just do this in my life with Mike. I do this in my life with everybody. If it's something that I know I'm going to forget or it's something important or mm -hmm. a conversation we had that I need to make sure that, you know, I have documentation that we have the conversation. I document everything. We have a group chat going on and something like as simple as spring break. Like I haven't had Michael for spring break in two years, which just shows you how well we keep track of all this stuff. I didn't notice it until this year because, you know, we had COVID and then like they had it like it just falls on the wrong week. And I just realized like, oh, shit, we're supposed to be alternating spring break. Yeah. So I put it in our group chat like, hey, um, this, this and this spring break. I would like to figure out how we can move things around so I can have Michael for spring break this year. Yeah. You know, so I, I have it down. So like, hey, you know, I brought it up on this date. Mike still hasn't called me about it, which I need to call him um, maybe tonight. Um, just little things like that, like, you know, things like with school. I wrote down like, hey, you know, I texted him. We talked about the school because he forgets a lot of stuff. We're always busy. I forget a lot of stuff. Travis has a list of things that, you know, he says we just started a list because he swears that I don't talk to him about things. And I'm like, I swear to God, I do. So we have a list. Um, it just makes things a lot easier. Now, I will say this is not to be like throwing things in people's faces. That's not what I'm saying. Like, just to keep track of things. It's to keep track of things and organize and to just be like, hey, you know, we did talk about this. Or this is when I brought this up. I'm still waiting on an answer. You said you'd call me. You haven't called me yet. Let's let's t find time to call each other. And just to, you know, be more organized. I would say that's a really good tip. On that. Even with the That's calendar, where we were discussing the kids' school days, because we did it in the beginning of the year, we wrote down every single day that they had off so we mm -hmm. would know. And then that one day that we were like, it's not on the calendar, so we mm -hmm. weren't sure. Um, it helped us to realize, it I mean, it wasn't documented, so we didn't think it was legit. And then we called, or you called, and it wasn't, because mm -hmm. we're like, it's not written down, so this doesn't mean he has a day off. And yep. Girl, I wouldn't have known those other two days were off if we didn't write them mm -hmm. down because I forgot about them. I will say we did just have an app reach out to us to talk about, and I actually did a TikTok on it. Um, yeah. It's called the Onward app, which I think is great for people in this situation. You can, like, upload your – and they're not telling us to talk about this. I literally just fell in love with the app. 
you can, it's free. It's called the Onward app. You can download it and then you, your co-partner can download it and you can upload receipts. It'll let you know when things are paid. It hooks up to your Zelle and your PayPal. Um, if they add something that they need you to go halves on, you know, it, it gives you a notification, tells you like it's, it's great for keeping track of child expenses. Um, helps a lot of people. You can use it for yourself to keep track of your receipts and everything if that's what you guys need to do. Super helpful to be organized when you're mm -hmm. taking care of a child in two very separate homes. Yes. To kind of like keep track of it when you guys have very two different things that you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's nice to have it all together in one spot. Yeah. And to show like, hey, you know, I spent this much in school supplies. You have the receipt, you know, reimburse me or, you know, whatever it may be. So that is it for our tips. Um, we obviously have a lot more, but we're trying to keep this short and sweet and to the point. Yes. And a lot of them fall into kind of similar things with just like maybe small changes and stuff like that. I think the biggest key is just realizing you're not always going to get your way and that's okay. Um, realizing you have to have patience and kindness. I think a lot of people argue with each other and make co-parenting a lot harder because they're not, how do I say, they're just holding on to the things that they shouldn't hold on they, to. I think they use more of their emotions towards each other and yes. they lose sight of why you should be co-parenting and it's for the kids like it's not about you and your personal whatever like it, it's for the kid keep yeah. that in mind like it's not about you it's not about your ex it's not about you getting back at them because you're upset because they called you a bitch it's about the kid like you're already over and done with so what's the point of continuing to argue and fight like the relationship ended because y'all didn't get along so that's fine now it's time for you to like wash your hands from that and just move on to Make sure the child's like needs are all met and they're living the best possible life. Mm -hmm. Don't keep, you know, reopening the divorce or reopening the fact like this is why we don't work. Like we already know. We already know. You don't. <laughs> so that's where we're going to end it today. Um, again, if you guys are not following us on all socials, please do. We post a lot on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Amazon Live. All of our links can be found under momsatampa.com if you guys yep. are trying to find something. Our P.O. box is also there as well for those who are always asking as well. Yes. And if you have any podcast ideas or things you want to hear us talk about, it doesn't have to be co-parenting related. It can be about anything. You can either comment below if you're watching us on YouTube or just send us a message on Instagram. Yeah. Let us know. We'd love to hear ideas. Um, we're hoping to get some guests on the podcast soon. We have someone really exciting in the works. Yes. So I'm excited. If you guys have someone that you're dying to see, talk with us on the podcast. Let us know. We'd love to know who it is. All right. We'll catch you in episode six. Yes. Bye. bye.